friends, if you've benefited from or been blessed by our homeschool conversations, Tracy and I would like to encourage you to swing by our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash YCH podcast, and consider becoming a monthly member. We have gifts and freebies, early access, bonus content, things like that available for you when you sign up. You can visit the page and, and take a look. Your contribution, your support will help us keep these conversations going so that we can continue to support and encourage homeschool moms on the journey. So that's patreon.com backslash YCH podcast. And I thank you in advance for prayerfully considering how you can support, show your support. to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, the happy homeschooler, and I'm here once again with the festive Pat Benner <laughs> from Breakthrough Homeschooling. And we're getting close to Christmas, which is one of my favorite seasons. Yes, it is. And uh, Pat's uh, getting excited in the background, I can tell. <laughs> Because as homeschoolers, we like to take a break over Christmas and focus on Christmas. And last year, we aired an episode, um, which was the top 10 uh, like favorite homeschooling gifts for moms. And that was a super popular episode. I know a lot of you enjoyed that and helped you make your little Christmas list, um, mm-hmm. things that you might like. And so one of the things we were thinking is oftentimes, it's easy to come up with ideas for kids gifts. I always found Mm -hmm. like games and blocks and building things and craft supplies, but teens sometimes can be a little more difficult. Challenging. 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 (laughs) I like that word. So Pat and I were going to go through some of our ideas of things that we had purchased for our kids in the past that seemed to go over really well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go a little bit back and forth on that. So Pat's going to start off. Okay. Uh, okay, well, one of the things that I've gotten for my teens that they absolutely loved, uh, I don't know if, what, whatever you call them. We call them in our family husband pillows. And <laughs> I don't know where that name came from. I think if you look that up in Amazon, it, it would have come up that way. Anyway, it's those pillows that have the little arms on them, and then you put, you know, they help you sit up, sit up in bed. Because my kids do everything in bed or did everything in bed. Like they read, they, yes, they got on their phones. Okay. We, we, we have a certain time of the day when they could do that. Um, uh, you know, just, just did all kinds of stuff there. And so this helped them prevent, you know, the, the funny crick in your neck and stuff, you know, because they could sit up. So the husband pillow will just kind of open the doors to, and you can get all kinds of, my, my youngest daughter has one that she adores because it's made out of that really, you know those blankets you can get that are really soft? Yeah. And she's just addicted to those things. And it's made out of that kind of fabric. So it's really comfy. 
that's my first one. You know, that's so funny because my friend just had uh, some oral surgery and I dropped off one of those to her house so she could come home oh. to a night because she has to recover. And um, I just thought, oh, that'll be something she can sit on the couch and just kind of. And I got the one like the polar fleece, the really soft one. So it's so funny. I just dropped that off yesterday. So it's so oh. funny you mentioned that. That's, and actually, if I can just segue into my second gift, because that's uh, those those fleece blankets are like. My 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 daughter and all her friends, it's crazy. They they're just like addicted to them. She's got a ton of them. She's got a big metal kind of net mesh basket in her room full of those blankets. And when she curls up to read or she's watching TV downstairs, she'll grab one and they're all kind of colors. They match her room, you know, stuff. Those little blankets. And they're really not that expensive. You know, she picks them up like, I don't know, they're five, ten bucks. And um I don't know. Teens seem to like that. Maybe girls. That might be a girl gift, you know, but. Oh, my son has one and he loves it too. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that's a perfect, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So the other one that we liked was lap desks. So again, you said sometimes your kids like to do things in bed, mine as well, or they just wanted to change up where they were doing work. So a lot of times it could be on the kitchen table or their desk, but more often than not, they'd end up on a couch or a cozy side chair in their room or in their bed. So a lap desk, and there's a, some of them are quite nice. You can also get one that has like a a holder for their phone, for their lap desk, mm-hmm. their um uh, what do you call it? Mouse um, all together. So we'll have links in the show notes for all yeah. of the things that we're suggesting. And there's so many different kinds, but just to give you an idea. Yeah. 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 Lap desk. We, uh, my, uh, one of my sons used to, in the summertime, he just loved being outside and doing a schoolwork outside, like even more than being on the couch. But um, he felt a lap desk was great for him. He would sit up against, put his back against the trees, you know, spread a blanket out. And put the lap desk on his lap and just do whatever he had to do. Pretty good. Makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Okay. My second gift, uh, teen idea, is a portable phone charger. Uh, and they make them now that uh, they're just USB chargers. So that really they can charge anything that you have. Uh, we have, when, we, when our family's outside, we have a Bluetooth speaker that we use outside so that we can, we like music. <laughs> All the time, anywhere we are. So uh, this way we can hear our, our music a little better than, you know, breaking the speaker on our phone. We have a, U- a USB uh, speaker that dies too. So you can charge that up. You charge your phone up. There's there's a lot you can charge with those things. So portable charger really in our technology-driven society. And it helps mom too. Awesome idea. Okay, another one that um, my teen daughter loved, she had got this um letter board and you can either get it with plastic letters or I've also Mm. seen them felt letters Mm -hmm. and so she had this little sign that she put on her wall and she'd often put either scripture verses just to remind herself or just things that inspired her um like you know do your work first or have a great day or she changed I don't know she really loved to change up the sign and had that in her room Mm. and so every time I'd you know go in to say hey Brooke how you doing whatever open the door she had that letter board up there and she had it near her desks um above Uh. her near her bed there so anyways she she enjoyed that was something that she could change up her room make it look a little different give herself a little bit of encouragement yeah 
Well, I'm going to put a on that note too. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I I did a post a couple well a while back, and it, it's 20 plus inspiring quotes for teens, especially you know in this day and age, mental health is really such an issue, uh, and and a serious one you know to take seriously. And what I did was that I think there's like 20 actual uh, printables that I did with with different sayings, and then just a whole list of other encouraging quotes so that you can do your own you know, tag, use Canva. If you don't know Canva, use Canva. <laughs> and um, so I'll do a link to that because what I did uh, for one of my sons when he was moving out, so he was a little older than teenage years though, is I framed a couple of them and he has them in the hall in his uh, in his apartment. So they're just encouraging things that you can do and very simple, low cost, you know, not, not expensive. And of course, if you have if you actually do your own on Canva, you can be creative and match the paint color in your daughter's bedroom or the style of decorating in your son's room and, you know, go crazy. But just anything to encourage. Great, great idea. Great idea. Or a subscription to Canva for the year. There you go. <laughs> There's a great one. Oh, if you have, if you have a team that's creative like that, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. So another thing that we got into and my friend's son used to love to watch cooking shows. Uh. And so we would sometimes give like different things to help them along with that. So my, one of my daughters really enjoyed the kitchen, but she liked being really creative. So one of the things was a cheese board or a, I think it's called a charcuterie board. Mm -hmm. And you know how you set up, you know, you cut the cheeses all in different shapes and then you put a bit of grapes and a little bit of like little meats and salami. And, uh, and so you just make this creative, beautiful looking thing, you know, to serve. So if you buy them something like that, a, a cheese board or a cur I can never say it. A I, I know I can't, I'm letting you, I'm letting you <laughs> flail in the wind here. Cause I don't say it. <laughs> It, it's in the show notes, but right. <laughs> um, something like something like that. So there's a beautiful one that I've looked up that has little pockets and stuff. You can put a little bit of olives and a little mm. bit of onions and different things. And you just make this beautiful looking platter. And then again, at Christmas, if you're hosting people or you're going over somewhere, you can bring one of these over yeah. and you can have your kids do it because they're into the making it look all pretty and nice, but it's a way of them learning, you know, how to serve others. Mm -hmm. And if they have their own, you know, they're more apt to, to do that. And I was talking about um, my friend's uh, son who liked to cook. So, you know, she bought him like a special fry pan or something, some, or some special um, utensils, mm -hmm. you know, for serving or cooking things. And so those are really neat gifts because it's like, it's their own. Yeah. It's not just, you know, the pot from the kitchen. Right. And so they're more apt to you to utilize it. So yeah. Well, and if you can you can piggyback that as a little gift package by uh I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, website Craftsy. Craft C C R A F T S Y. And they uh you can you can get cooking uh classes from there, all kinds of things. So if you feel a little challenged in the kitchen or or you have a teen who wants to kind of be stretched, you know, and, and try something different that's beyond your scope. <laughs> you can, you can uh, look through that and get them, you know, buy them a class. And so they have, they can learn something creative and, and it can be their own thing. Awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, so to add on to that, if you've ever used a spiralizer for your vegetables, so you think, I remember when my kids were young, they loved this Play-Doh, we called it the little Play-Doh machine where they'd put the Play-Doh in and then there'd be this lever that they'd press and it would either, you know, bring out like spaghetti noodles mm-hmm. or, you know, flat sort of noodles or whatever. So I'm, I remember my kids, that was like their favorite thing with that thing. So that, you know, they could change the end on it and different things would come out from the Play-Doh, different shapes and stuff. So if you get a spiralizer for vegetables, basically, if, if you're not familiar with the spiralizer, it's basically, you can use like a zucchini and it will cut it in such a way that it looks like spaghetti noodles. Mm -hmm. And so then they can make stir fries with that or whatever. So it's another way of being creative with food and usually with healthy food, you know, using more vegetables. But that is so much fun because those, because you can cut things different ways, it's good to put in salads or whatever. And I just found like it just gets them into the kitchen, you know? Mm Playing with food. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a great idea. Spiralizers are pretty inexpensive, too. That could even be a stocking stuffer. Not a bad thing. Okay, let's see. My next idea are teen devotionals. And those are something that really you could go and buy it yourself. I would not suggest buying one of these one of these online. I'd suggest really going to a bookstore and seeing because the variety and the format of them are so varying. And you really want something that will speak to your teen. You know, some of them are very cutesy and comic-y kind of thing, and others are really deep. And you just want something that your teen will be able to get something out of. So it might be also something that you could do on a date with your teen. Go out, uh, get some lunch, and then go to a bookstore and say, hey, I'd like to buy you this for Christmas. I mean, as they're getting older, everything doesn't have to be a surprise, right? Uh, So let's go look at devotionals and see which one, you know, you think you would... uh, you'd be interested in and then use that. But a devotional for a teen is really good if if it's something that they can plug into uh, because it gives them their own way to have, you know, time with the Lord each day. If it's something that they appreciate and can enjoy and and, uh, learn from, then it encourages them to, to get into that habit. So I love that idea, Pat. And um, usually, when I'd buy a devotional, I'd also buy a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, so if so, if they like you said, doesn't all have to be a surprise. But if you if they pick their devotional and then you wrap it up with a nice journal to go with it, because I know when we do devotional, I'd usually ask my kids to just just jot down one thing mm-hmm. that stood out from you from that devotional, and then maybe a few people that you're praying for. And then it's a little reminder every day. They just date it, put the one thing people they're praying for. And then afterwards, later on, they can go back and look at it a year later and look at all the the prayers and, and the ones that were answered or how they were answered. So that's just a nice little bundle. Yes. To, so you put a devotional the journal and one of those polar fleece um, blankets rolled up as a gift basket. That's just a wonderful gift. <laughs> so if you have nieces or nephews too, that's a makes a really nice nice gift for them yep. too. Absolutely. All right, your turn. Okay. So another one. Um, my kids were all in the scouting program, and they all loved all the knife work and, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, whittling and that. So that's another thing you can get if if your child is familiar with how to use their their knife and that. But also, they always, my son especially, they'd call them pyro because he loved the campfire, right? So it's a great thing to get them. How about a wood burning kit? 
So this is a thing where, you know, you, there's, you get your piece of wood and you have all these little instruments, these ends, and you plug it in and basically you can draw things in the wood and there's different like stencils you can use or you can follow different patterns to make like a sign or whatever. But anyways, I just found like my son in particular enjoyed that kind of thing because it, you know, kind of the smell of the burning wood and... Mm-hmm. There's just something, and it's also like, you know, you wouldn't give that to a child. Right. Um, so it's, you know, a special gift just for them away from the other kids that is is their thing that they can use. Anyways, I just think that's a great gift that, um, you know, it's a craft that used to be very popular. And I want to bring it back because I think it's a great creative mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. I remember, I guess we're kids, our kids were kind of in middle school and we... Uh, we wanted to do leaf pressing. We were learning about leaves and trees and all that stuff. And so my husband cut two eight and a half by 11 size pieces of wood and uh, drilled holes in the four corners of them. And we took a, a wood burner, wood burning pen, we called them. And, and they did like designs. They did leaf designs. They did their names in them. And then we got screws for the four corners. So when we would go out on our walk and take, you know, do get leaves, we put a piece of newspaper in the leaf and another piece of newspaper and tighten the screws. And that was like a leaf press for them. And they all had their own. And oh my gosh, they had them for years, ways after we were not studying that anymore. But we'd go different places when we travel and they'd find a different leaf and they'd type a leaf, they'd bring it home, put it in their press. And um, it was really fun. So yeah, that, that's a, that's a great gift. Oh, I really, I really like your idea with that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Uh, fun. And like you said, you used it for years. So, right. Yeah. It's not the gift they open and say, wow, this is great. And then put it aside and they never used it again. Because, right. right. Seen some of those. (laughs) (laughs) The the other gift, too, and this is again something you would, of course, we are talking teens because you wouldn't want to give this to a a teen. But my husband has a a multi tool and Mm -hmm. it's like a, well, it's a little, it's bigger than a pocket knife, but you can still, you can still put it in your pocket and it's got a, you know, screwdriver. It's got all kinds of things, but it's all compact. And when our sons got older and they were starting to, you know, drive and they had jobs outside of the house and stuff like that, that Christmas, we would get them their own multi-tool. And, you know, by that time they were responsible for it. And there were so many things that would happen that oh, wait, I can do this. I've got the screwdriver here or I've, I don't know, bottle opener here or whatever, you know, and they, they'd be able to really be helpful. And they felt very responsible and grown up with it. So that's a, that's a good one. I, I really like that idea. There's, there's another gift that was given, I think, to my son. And it was basically, it was like called like the book of airplanes. Oh. And what it was is as you opened it, there were different paper that you could actually take out, but it was all different folding patterns for airplanes. So I I think I found one here um, on Amazon, a klutz one that has, I don't know, maybe 20 different, but I know the one my son had had about 50 different ones. And he just found this really interesting because it sounds like a little boy's toy, but it's not because it's all these complicated folds. And then you're testing like how well do they mm-hmm. fly? And if you think of that, you have between 20 and 50 different types of paper airplanes to do this with. He was really intrigued by that gift mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, used it over a long period of time. So, and it was just something my parents had picked up and wow. it was such a popular gift for him. He loved it. Who would think, I can't even imagine 20 or 50, 20 to 50, 20 ways, forget about 50 ways to fold paper. I always do 
the one that probably everybody knows how to do. <laughs> That's my paper airplane. That's amazing. Well, you know, and building on that one too, uh, origami, you know, some origami kits, they have really beautiful ones at Hobby Lobby. Well, on top of the origami, um, we had hosted a Japanese student um, one summer at our house. And that was one of the things, the activities that she did with my kids. She had brought the special paper and taught them a whole bunch of folds. And then I remember there was little frogs that she helped them make. And they could jump just by hitting, uh, touching the back, the little anyways. So, yeah, that hour is a fun, but... um, and again, you need, I find origami can be quite complex. So right. it's a, definitely for teens. Right. Because- I was just thinking that, you know, it sounds cute, cutesy, but it's really not a little kid gift. It no, is definitely no. a teen gift. Yeah. yeah. And it's, a, it's the kind of gift that you're going to want to sit down and do it with your teen too, because, <laughs> uh, you know, just, just all the, it's just amazing how creative that could be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I had one that, uh, I'm going to put a caveat on this one because, uh, what I'm going to suggest is either a skateboard or a longboard, and and of course the safety gear that goes with it. That that's my. <laughs> but uh, I have a we have a 17 almost 18 year old right now at the house, and she is just addicted to longboarding. Now longboarding, it, I didn't know this. I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe you might know this, but it's it's obviously a longer board. It looks just like a skateboard to me, but it's when you hold the two of them up together, it's much longer. And apparently it's a preferred way to learn how to skateboard because it's not as, uh, you know, out of control or whatever. It's easier to control. And so she's been doing longboarding for a long time. She recently ramped up and bought her own skateboard, but we insisted that she had, well, actually she had a fall once that I didn't know about, which prompted her to buy her own safety equipment. So I was... (laughs) (laughs) She just skinned her knee. She didn't hit her head, but... It happens, you know, definitely I would go for the safety equipment. And, um, but that seems to be, I mean, I look out the window sometimes, you know, a lot of our teens are back home distance learning. And so even during the middle of the day, sometimes they'll see teenagers out on our street and there's like three or four boys that are always on their skateboard. I didn't know, who knew that that was a thing now again, so. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter had this one and I'll be honest, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a skateboard and you stand sideways, but in the middle of it, it twists back and forth the two sides. Oh yeah. I I don't know what it's called, but oh, she and her friend had one and they would just go crazy all around the neighborhood on these things. And it's good exercise too, because you really have to balance and move your feet back and forth. Anyways, um, I'm not sure what it's called. I'm not sure if it's called, it's not a hoverboard because they have one of those. My right. kids loved all those board things, but um, it's like a sideways skateboard, but in the middle, it's like the two pieces go the opposite way. Anyways, yeah. maybe I can look that up for you. <laughs> you just made me think of that. <laughs> so another one, um, I find that if there's a basketball net. If you have a basketball net, you know, on your garage, or sometimes there's like a single one you can just, you know, have near on the driveway, or we never had a paved driveway because we live a little more rural. Um, so we could have one by the street. But what's really great is if you can get a light. Um, so they sell these um, basketball hoop lights so that the kids can actually play at night. So the light just sort of goes. Uh, around the the 
the hoop of the basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then with that, you could also get a glow in the dark um, basketball. So okay. we've had those glow in the dark footballs, glow in the dark basketball, so they could actually um, play outside. Now, I do warn you, if you um, if they're in like our backyard's pretty big, but there's a couple things they need to remember are on the <laughs> ground, <laughs> like the wood, you know, uh, around our garden or whatever. But they could go out in the dark with the glow in the dark football or or basketball and then if there's a light on the hoop and it just encourages them to go outside like in the you know in the fall you know it's dark yeah. so people don't oh well kind of stay in but if that's there it kind of attracts them right. to do it you know so oh, I love that how yeah. sweet that's great that's great well I, I only have one more Amazon gift card when you when all is <laughs> you're really in a pinch it is just amazing what you can get on Amazon really absolutely incredible okay I had one more and my kids always like wanted a dartboard but I have to say my mom told me this story about when she was younger and she was at a party or something and they had a a dartboard and I don't know somebody was just not being (laughs) careful and someone shot a dartboard and I think it went into my I think it was my mom's friend. It actually went into the back of her shoulder or something. Oh, my God. So my kids always wanted a dartboard, but I don't know why. I just didn't want the real darts, okay? Like, I didn't. So they sell magnetic dartboards. Right. And, again, it doesn't ruin your wall either, so it's not putting holes in the wall. You might have to repaint a little bit, but I found the magnetic uh, dartboard was a lot of fun. Because they yeah. can play with that, but it's just magnets, and I don't know. They they seem to enjoy that. So right, wow, yeah, you that hurting somebody, yeah. Well, you, <laughs> well, you were saying that too. Well, you were talking about the outdoor gifts with the basketball hoop. But the other thing I thought of, um, my daughter, my my adult daughter, recently made a yard version, and they you can they sell them, but she she made this of uh, what is it Jenga the the board the, where you pull the blocks. Oh out? yes, yes. And when it's all put together, when it starts out, it's the, the, the column is like, I don't know, three, three and a half feet tall. Like it's big. Yeah. And it's so much fun. You do that out in the yard. Who cares yeah. if it falls? Like whatever. And uh, it just encourages. I mean, that's a great adult game too. So that's an extra no, a freebie. <laughs> yeah, no, my, we did that, uh, well, a couple of years before COVID. At my sister's house, she was having a barbecue, and she had people sit in a circle, and she had a big wooden one that she had picked up at a garage sale, but it, it was obviously the same thing. Yeah. And so one by one, we were, you know, removing things. It it made for a fantastic afternoon, because oh, people man. were socializing, and then, oh, it's my turn, and right. trying to get these wooden blocks. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so much yeah. fun. So Yeah, much. it is. It is. Yeah. Fun. So goodness, if you can't find something from some from this conversation for your team, then I don't know. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I like about a lot of these is it fosters creativity. Yes. Like a lot of them that were mentioned and creativity to me is so important because the kids need it in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. If they're having an issue at home, you know, like the stroller, you know, they have a baby one day and the stroller breaks and they're thinking oh I really want to take a walk what can I do to creatively do a temporary fix of this stroller so I can use it for the afternoon like I just find things that you know get them the creative juices flowing will help them later on in problem solving in all aspects of their life so 
Yes, yes, yes. I heartily endorse that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Well, we hope that you have a wonderful Christmas season. Of course, even though we were talking about gifts, um, I think I can speak for Tracy to, to say that we know that's not really the focus on the season. It's just a fun byproduct of our culture and the way we celebrate it. But, uh, we do wish you all, you and yours, the best for the holiday season and hope that you've taken some time off from homeschooling, right? Because so, we got to have fun, right? The happy homeschooler <laughs> in the holidays. And there'll be plenty of time for books and other kind of learning next year. Next year, right? So, yeah. Next year. Wow. Right. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in, in next week. And in the meantime, remember, you can homeschool and it can be fabulosos. It's <laughs> <laughs> my new word. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy.